Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated insider Mike Singer. Mike and I are on Sports Radio 960 WSBT and also on the Blue and Gold youtube channel mike good to be with you thank you so much for your time and i guess we're all kind of taking a deep breath after the notre dame ohio state game and i tell you what in the midst of all the storylines of that game it was a massive recruiting news weekend for the fighting Irish. we've got a lot to talk about so let's dig in first with a georgia Defensive line commit. That catches your attention right away, considering who they've recruited the last few years. But Namadi Ogboko visited Notre Dame. The significance. Yeah, I want to quickly touch on a point you made about, yeah, they lost, um, did the Fighting Irish, but great recruiting weekend for Notre Dame. And, and the biggest worry for me going into the weekend was, well, two things. Is Notre Dame going to get blown out? That's obviously a disaster. And two, is it going to be a sea of red? Neither happens. Um, I think it's what people estimating 80-20 in favor of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, great recruiting weekend for Notre Dame. I mean, about half of them being uh, commits in the 24 and 25 classes, um, three commits on the weekend, which we'll talk about shortly, and then uh, many targets. you got a couple in the 2024 class and then uh, – thousand plus in, in the 2025 class so uh, there was a lot of hype coming into the weekend Darren about a maybe a surprise visitor for Notre Dame and it was Okboko uh, six four and a half 355 pounds Darren he committed to Georgia in June after taking official visits to Florida South Carolina and Rutgers really interesting thing about him Darren started playing the game of football in June of 2022 <laughs> Um, so, folks watching on YouTube, uh, you know, his highlights here, I mean, this is this is junior film. This is his first first year playing football that you're seeing. So, um, really interesting prospect already uh, just based off, um, you know, how young he is to the game of football. And then his, um, his huddle highlight tape is titled The Nigerian Nightmare. I love that, Darren. I mean, it is not someone, if I'm a running back or a quarterback, I want to see coming at me with his size. In terms of his recruiting process, Darren, again, uh, took those official visits, commits to to Georgia in June, and then in early September, Notre Dame started, at least that's what I believe, maybe maybe late August, um, Notre Dame started to look at, hey, who can we add with an extra spot we have in our 2024 class? And I'd basically been told they were looking at like a big, they wanted big, a big bodied person, whether that's a defensive lineman, some big freak edge, something that's what they wanted. And, uh, Boko is who, you know, Notre Dame, you know, kind of zeroed in on, 
Um, and, uh, you know, they've been in communication for a few weeks. Had them up for the Ohio State game. Obviously, an official visit, um, might I add. And uh, we had a story on him at BlueAndGold.com. Uh, our local uh, guy in Raleigh um, area, uh, Ethan McDowell, uh, who covers NC State uh, recruiting, went to stop in at the high school um, Tuesday morning and, and talked to him. So we had that interview up at BlueAndGold.com. And, you know, I'll let folks read that article, but I'll just mention, Darren, like I think Notre Dame's put itself in a decent little position to, to pull off a flip here. Like he, he says he's still committed to Georgia, um, but, I mean, follow the visits. He just, I mean, took an official to Notre Dame, so I'm guessing he's serious about the you know, fighting Irish. You don't want to tick off the, the two-time defending national champs, um, you know, just for the sake of, you know, taking a visit, right, just for poops and giggles. You don't take that official visit. So I think he's actually serious about Notre Dame. We'll see where it goes from here, um, but Notre Dame is, is going to keep battling here. Um, six, four and a half, 355 pounds, Darren. This kid is massive. Um, Notre Dame's already got a really good defensive line class, um, and they already got a really good nose tackle as well, Sean Cevillano. Um, So I think that, uh, yeah, you just add another beast of an interior player on top of that. Uh, could be a really good get here for the Irish if they pull it off. For my radio audience, I know Mike mentioned he's 355. He moves very well <laughs> for 355. I've seen him move perpendicular to the line of scrimmage a couple of times and and pull down ball carriers. So I guess you're getting a guy without many bad habits since he was just taught the game. It's a good thing. Yeah, coach, coaches love ball of clay when they get a prospect. Like you don't – like that. that – it's so underrated, Darren. What a great football mind you have breaking that down. Um, just being able to not have bad habits, um, the size, uh, how quickly he's – really good student too. I think 3.9 GPA um, going into his senior year of high school. So all around this seems like a slam dunk if Notre Dame's able to land him. Okay, very interesting story. The only negative is the Nigerian nightmare nickname's already been taken, but I guess – I'll allow it for now until we think of something else. Cool. All right, let's do some rapid fire. Three commitments over the weekend. Let's start on the defensive side of the football with a defensive end. And actually, you know what? Let's go running back first. Let's go with Daniel want, Anderson. Yeah, Daniel Anderson, Bryant, Arkansas, 5'11", 190 pounds. Uh, Notre Dame offered him in early June after seeing him at Irish Invasion. And interestingly enough, going into that camp, Long Island, yes, the school in New York. I've talked more about Long Island because of Daniel Anderson's recruitment than I have in quite a long time. Um, but, uh, yeah, Notre Dame offers them, um, and then he you know, picks up uh, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Colorado, a few others um, after Notre Dame. And, um, yeah, he, he's really impressed the Irish staff, again, from that camp and then in his early junior season film. So Notre Dame went ahead and – um, took his commitment pretty happily, and he announced it about an hour before the game. Um, he, had, he had given the staff indication going into the, the visit this past weekend that he would be committing um, and went ahead and pulled the trigger publicly, uh, again, announcing it. So Notre Dame's pretty happy. They got two running back commits in the 2025 class already, Daniel Anderson, again, from Arkansas. It's been several years since Notre Dame signed a player from Arkansas, and I would love to. I wish the great, the late great Lucy Moji were with us to, uh, for for obviously many reasons, but specifically about Notre Dame recruiting in Arkansas. <laughs> I'm no Notre Dame historian. I would love to hear Lou uh, and his takes on that. 
uh, and the data that he could spout off just the top of his brain. But, uh, yeah, Notre Dame landing Daniel Anderson, second running back already in the 2025 class. So that means, I guess, Anderson's going to be part of a six-headed running back committee in the future. <laughs> Notre Dame. Oh they got gosh, so many yeah. running backs right now. It's amazing. Running back you. Here we That's go. right. Hey, why not? All right, now let's go to the defensive side of the football. Why don't we offer a few words on C.J. May? Highland home, Alabama. So um, before the next guy we'll talk about, I think it was four, four or five. I think they're up to six now commits in the 25 class. The first five were all from the south, or maybe it was four. But it's like, man, Notre Dame's racking up all these guys. When are they going to land a guy from Illinois? And we'll talk about that guy from Illinois in a second. Uh, 232 overall player, 19 edge per the on three industry ranking. Um, again, these are all 2025 prospects that uh, committed to Notre Dame over the weekend. Um, I think it was, what, five commits in the span of a, a week or something like that, hot uh, hot on the recruiting trail of the Fighting Irish. So, um, May, this commitment was a little bit of a surprise. Um, really, I remember talking to him when he visited Notre Dame over the summer, and I was like, yeah, that's a Notre Dame kid. I had a hard time seeing him leaving the, the, the state of Alabama for college and kind of leaving SEC country, but, you know, he told uh, Blue and Gold's Kyle Kelly that he was really favoring Auburn and Notre Dame. Um, and he's really close with Notre Dame quarterback commit Deuce Knight. That was a big part of him making that decision, just clicks with the Fighting Irish staff. Again, a Notre Dame kid. So big-time prospects, Auburn, Tennessee, Georgia, also among the schools that offered him. But uh, he, he announced his decision for Notre Dame, and uh, it was about 10 minutes after the clock hit triple zero. Uh, Notre Dame was to Ohio State, and uh, he's still all in on the Irish. So, I'll be seeing him soon, Darren. Really looking forward to seeing him in person for the first time next week. All right, let's stick along the defensive line. And Joseph Reef also said the words Notre Dame this weekend. Yeah, that was on Sunday evening. Um, he, he told the Notre Dame staff that he wanted to commit. This one was Anderson's was expected. Mays was a surprise. I would say Reef is somewhere in between there. Like, uh, we thought that Notre Dame was the leader here, and he went ahead and announced his pick um, of the Fighting Irish on Sunday evening. Um, listen at 6'5", 230 pounds. I'm told he's up to 240, and he'll play closer to like 270, 280 at Notre Dame. Um, you know, whether he's like that uh, big end or he's at three tech, um, Notre Dame is pretty excited about him. So he camped at Notre Dame um, in mid mid to late June, and uh, I was told that Marcus Freeman was watching him, and he went over to his staff and said. Why the heck haven't we offered this kid? I mean, he might not have said the word heck. It might have been, you know, a different word. And Notre Dame offered him at that point, um, and they really prioritized him. So uh, I think it was in May he picked up his first offer or something. So Reef is really starting to, just in the past few months, blow up as, as a college football prospect. So um, Reef and Anderson, both evaluations for Notre Dame. They saw him in person. I saw those guys in person, decided to go after them hard and then ended up getting them locked up here in September. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. WSBTradio.com. The WSBT radio app. And on Twitch, as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated insider Mike Singer. Mike and I are on Sports Radio 960 WSBT and also on the Blue and Gold youtube channel mike good to be with you thank you so much for your time and i guess we're all kind of taking a deep breath after the notre dame ohio state game and i tell you what in the midst of all the storylines of that game it was a massive recruiting news weekend 
for the Fighting Irish. We've got a lot to talk about. So let's dig in first with a Georgia defensive line commit. That catches your attention right away, considering who they've recruited the last few years. But Namadi Ogboko visited Notre Dame. The significance? Yeah, I want to quickly touch on a point you made about, yeah, they lost, um, did the Fighting Irish, but great recruiting weekend for Notre Dame. And, and the biggest worry for me going into the weekend was, well, two things. Is Notre Dame going to get blown out? That's obviously a disaster. And two, is it going to be a sea of red? Neither happens, um, I think is what people estimating 80-20 in favor of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, great recruiting weekend for Notre Dame. I mean, about half of them being uh, commits in the 24 and 25 classes, um, three commits on the weekend, which we'll talk about shortly, and then uh, many targets. you got a couple in the 2024 class and then uh, – thousand plus in, in the 2025 class so uh, there was a lot of hype coming into the weekend Darren about a, maybe a surprise visitor for Notre Dame and it was Ogboko uh, six four and a half 355 pounds Darren he committed to Georgia in June after taking official visits to Florida South Carolina and Rutgers really interesting thing about him Darren started playing the game of football in June of 2022 <laughs> Um, so, folks watching on YouTube, uh, you know, his highlights here, I mean, this is this is junior film. This is his first first year playing football that you're seeing. So, um, really interesting prospect already uh, just based off, um, you know, how young he is to the game of football. And then his, um, his huddle highlight tape is titled The Nigerian Nightmare. I love that, Darren. I mean, is not someone, if I'm a running back or a quarterback, I want to see coming at me w- with his size. In terms of his recruiting process, Darren, again, uh, took those official visits, commits to, uh, to Georgia in June, and then in early September, Notre Dame started, at least that's what I believe, maybe, maybe late August, um, Notre Dame started to look at, hey, who can we add with an extra spot we have in our 2024 class? And I'd basically been told they were looking at like a big, they wanted big, a big bodied person, whether that's a defensive lineman, some big freak edge, something. That's what they wanted. And uh, Boko is who, you know, Notre Dame, you know, kind of zeroed in on. Um, and, uh, you know, they've been in communication for a few weeks. Had them up for the Ohio State game, obviously, an official visit, um, might I add. And uh, we had a story on him at BlueAndGold.com. Uh, our local uh, guy in Raleigh um, area, uh, Ethan McDowell, uh, who covers NC State uh, recruiting, went and stopped in at the high school um, Tuesday morning and, and talked to him. So we have that interview up at BlueAndGold.com. And, you know, I'll let folks read that article, but I'll just mention, Darren, like I think Notre Dame's put itself in a decent little position to, to pull off a flip here. Like he, he says he's still committed to Georgia. Um, but, I mean, follow the visits. You just, I mean, took an official to Notre Dame, so I'm guessing he's serious about the you know, fighting Irish. You don't want to tick off the, the two-time defending national champs, um, you know, just for the sake of, you know, taking a visit, right, just for poops and giggles. You don't take that official visit. So I think he's actually serious about Notre Dame. We'll see where it goes from here, um, but Notre Dame is, is going to keep battling here. Um, six, four and a half, 355 pounds, Darren. This kid is massive. Um, Notre Dame's already got a really good defensive line class, um, and they already got a really good nose tackle as well, Sean Cevillano. Um, so I think that, uh, yeah, you just add 
another beast of an interior player on top of that. Uh, could be a really good get here for the Irish if they pull it off. For my radio audience, I know Mike mentioned he's 355. He moves very well <laughs> for 355. I've seen him move perpendicular to the line of scrimmage a couple of times and, and pull down ball carriers. So I guess you're getting a guy without many bad habits since he was just taught the game. It's a good thing. Yeah, coach. Coaches love ball of clay when they get a prospect. Like you don't like that. That is so underrated, Darren. What a great football mind you have breaking that down. Um, just being able to not have bad habits. Um, the size, uh, how quickly he's really good student too. I think 3.9 GPA um, going into his senior year of high school. So all around, this seems like a slam dunk if Notre Dame's able to land him. Okay, very interesting story. The only negative is the Nigerian nightmare nickname's already been taken, but I guess I'll allow it for now until we think of something else. Whoa. All right, let's do some rapid fire. Three commitments over the weekend. Let's start on the defensive side of the football with a defensive end. And actually, you know what? Let's go running back first. Let's go with Daniel Whatever Anderson. There. Yeah, Daniel Anderson, Bryant, Arkansas, 5'11", 190 pounds. Uh, Notre Dame offered him in early June after seeing him at Irish Invasion. And interestingly enough, going into that camp, Long Island, yes, the school in New York, I've talked more about Long Island because of Daniel Anderson's recruitment than I have in quite a long time. Um, but, uh, yeah, Notre Dame offers him, um, and then he you know, picks up uh, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Colorado, a few others um, after Notre Dame. And, um yeah, he, he's really impressed the Irish staff again from that camp. And then in his early junior season film, so Notre Dame went ahead and um, took his commitment pretty happily. And he announced it about an hour before the game. Um, he, had, he had given the staff indication going into the, the visit this past weekend that he would be committing um, and went ahead and pulled the trigger publicly uh, again, announcing it. So Notre Dame's pretty happy. They got two running back commits in the 2025 class already. Daniel Anderson, again, from Arkansas been several years since Notre Dame signed a player from Arkansas and I would love to I wish the great the late great Luce Moji were with us to, uh, for, for obviously many reasons but specifically about Notre Dame recruiting in Arkansas <laughs> I'm no Notre Dame historian I would love to hear Lou uh, and his takes on that uh, and, and the data that he could spot off just the top of his brain but uh yeah Notre Dame landing Daniel Anderson second running back already in the 2025 class so that means I guess Anderson's going to be part of a six-headed running back committee in the future. At Notre Dame. Oh they got gosh, so many yeah. running backs right now. It's amazing. Running back you. That's go. right. Hey, why not? All right, now let's go to the defensive side of the football. Why don't we offer a few words on C.J. May? Highland home, Alabama. So um, before the next guy we'll talk about, I think it was four Four or five, I think they're up to six now, commits in the 25 class. The first five were all from the south, or maybe it was four. But it's like, man, Notre Dame's racking up all these guys. When are they going to land a guy from Illinois? And we'll talk about that guy from Illinois in a second. Uh, 232 overall player, 19 edge per the on three industry ranking. Um, again, these are all 2025 prospects that uh, committed to Notre Dame over the weekend. Um, I think it was, what, five commits in the span of a, a week or something like that. Hot uh, hot on the recruiting trail of the Fighting Irish. So, um May this commitment was a little bit of a surprise. Um, really, I remember talking to him when he visited Notre Dame over the summer, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a Notre Dame kid." I had a hard time seeing him leaving the the, the state of Alabama for college and kind of leaving SEC country. But you know, he told uh, Blue and Gold Kyle Kelly that he was really favoring Auburn and Notre Dame. 
Um, and he's really close with Notre Dame quarterback commit Deuce Knight. That was a big part of him making that decision, just clicks with the Fighting Irish staff. Again, a Notre Dame kid. So big-time prospects, Auburn, Tennessee, Georgia, also among the schools that offered him. But uh, he, he announced his decision for Notre Dame, and uh, it was about 10 minutes after the clock hit triple zero. Uh, Notre Dame was in Ohio State, and uh, he's still all in on the Irish. So I'll be seeing him soon, Darren. Really looking forward to seeing him in person for the first time next week. All right, let's stick along the defensive line. And Joseph Reap also said the words Notre Dame this weekend. Yeah, that was on Sunday evening. Um, he, he told the Notre Dame staff that he wanted to commit. This one was Anderson's was expected. Mays was a surprise. I would say Reef is somewhere in between there. Like, uh, we thought that Notre Dame was the leader here, and he went ahead and announced his pick um, of the Fighting Irish on Sunday evening. Um, listen, at 6'5", 230 pounds, I'm told he's up to 240, and he'll play closer to, like, 270, 280 at Notre Dame. Um, you know, whether it's like that uh, big end or he's at three tech, um, Notre Dame is pretty excited about him. So he camped at Notre Dame um, in mid, mid to late June. And uh, I was told that Marcus Freeman was watching him. And he went over to his staff and said, why the heck haven't we offered this kid? And he <laughs> might not have said the word heck. It might have been, you know, a different word. And Notre Dame offered him at that point. Um, and they really prioritized him. So uh, I think it was in May he picked up his first offer or something. So Reef is really starting to, just in the past few months, blow up as, as a college football prospect. So um, Reef and Anderson, both evaluations for Notre Dame. They saw him in person. I saw those guys in person, decided to go after them hard, and then ended up getting them locked up here in September. He's Mike Singer from Blue and Gold Illustrated. I'm Darren Pritchett. We are talking Notre Dame football recruiting at the Blue and Gold YouTube channel and on Budweiser's weekday sports beat on WSBT Radio. Mike, now let's get to some more updates from the Notre Dame football recruiting weekend. We've focused in on the commits and the Georgia kid who visited. What about some other news? Yeah, so I had a whole update article Monday morning uh, at blueandgold.com called The Gold Standard where I broke down a few key pieces, like the Boko visit, the Georgia commit, um, you know, those those three visitors, um, uh, you know, that that committed to Notre Dame and then Deuce Knight, who we'll talk about in a little bit. And then I went like rapid fire. Here's a bunch of the other targets and what I'm hearing about them. So I'll kind of give you guys some teasers of of what you can find in that article. Talon Taylor, um, I mean, from, uh, you know, the Chicagoland area, Number 71 overall player, number 11 receiver per the 2025 on three industry ranking. Georgia, Notre Dame, UCLA battle. Mm. Interesting enough, Town Taylor is really like in UCLA. Georgia, um, he visited, I want to say, for the, the Bulldogs game against South Carolina, if I recall correctly, September 16th. Visits Notre Dame, rocking some cool shades uh, during his <laughs> visit weekend. Uh, a really big time player, Notre Dame. I don't like to say needs to land him, but. You know, you got to land Chicago land talent like this, uh, especially for I think this was his third visit to Notre Dame in like three or four months. Um, yeah, going back to, to March. So he's already visited Notre Dame since going back to March than Justin Scott did in two years. So uh, I think that's a, a good sign for you know his frequency of visiting. Um, and, yeah, a really good visit from what I'm told, Darren. Town Taylor clicking with that Fighting Irish staff. 
Deuce Knight, I, I mean, I, I'm loving – I don't want to give too much away from what we're going to talk about in our next uh, little discussion topic, but Deuce Knight's doing a phenomenal job recruiting for Notre Dame, being that kind of vocal voice for the Irish. Deuce Knight doing a really good job with Tyron Taylor. He's connecting with Chancey Stuckey, who I believe is doing a tremendous job. Chad Bowden, Jared Parker. I, I really like what Jared Parker's doing on the recruiting trail. We don't talk about that enough. He's really connecting with all the offensive targets. I, I, Darren, I've talked about before, like, I think Parker's more of a Marcus Freeman coach and recruiter than Tommy Reese was. Parker's putting in the work on these uh, on these prospects on the offside of the ball. I think Tyron Taylor, Notre Dame made a good move for him. Uh, Mark Zachary uh, from Indy Ben Davis, again, another guy that Notre Dame should land from its, you know, quote-unquote backyard. I've logged a prediction for Zachary to land at Notre Dame, and I'll be honest, more of a projection pick because you can make an argument that Ohio State's the team to beat here. Um, he also likes Georgia a good bit as well, and other schools are after him. Uh, but this uh, big-time cornerback prospect in the 2025 class, again, grew up a Georgia – excuse me, an Ohio State fan, Darren, but I think he was pulling for Notre Dame in that game. Hmm. Um, so that, that's always good to hear. Full story up on Zachary at blueandgold.com. This would be a huge get for the Irish. Midwest kid, number one player in Indiana in the 2025 class, really good visit and a frequent visitor for Notre Dame over the past several months. A couple more guys to talk about, Chris Burgess um, from Chicago Simeon. Another Darren, big-time player from the Midwest. This 2025 class is loaded in the Midwest, and this is a kid from Chicago. I believe this was visit number six for him to Notre Dame, and the key note here is that this was his mom's first college recruiting visit. She had a really good time from what I'm told. So uh, Notre Dame, I think, is in a really good spot for Chris Burgess, 6'4", 230-pound edge, four-star prospect in the 2025 class. And Notre Dame, Darren, it just seems like a matter of time before they'll land, before they'll land, excuse me, class of 2025 wide receiver, Jerome Bettis Jr., a player I got to see this past Friday. Uh, it was a blowout win for his team, but he, he looked outstanding. 6'3", uh, 185 pounds. Um, maybe not a burner at this stage, but how sound he looks technically um, at the receiver spot, catching the ball with his hands, smart football player um, with a pretty high upside as well. Uh, I think he's just kind of tapping into how good he can be at the receiver spot. Bettis visited this uh, this past weekend. He's a frequent visitor to South Bend. Um, it's going to be hard for Notre Dame not to land a kid with the last name Bettis. His sister's already a student at Notre Dame. Uh, he had a really good visit as well, clicking with Deuce Knight as well, Notre Dame's quarterback come in his class. Okay, Mike, let's wrap things up by talking about Deuce Knight for a moment, the 2025 quarterback commit. He's been committed for just about a week. What has it been like for him in his first week being a part of this Irish family? So, yeah, as we record this on Tuesday, he's been committed to Notre Dame for at least publicly eight days. Um, he's done interviews with me three of those eight days. And I, I mentioned that because like, he's just really embracing like being this face publicly for Notre Dame, as well as how hard he is recruiting behind the scenes there. A key figure in CJ May committing to Notre Dame, the, the defensive end out of Alabama. Um, they had been talking about for several months, like, Hey, let's go team up together. Um, and, and then it's, and then he may commits to Notre Dame within a week of, of Knight committing to Notre Dame. Knight, again, had a huge role there. 
really like targeting and honing in on these uh, maybe not honing in is the right word, but just going after these 2025 receiver prospects, defense, offense, like both sides of the ball, Deuce Knight. Um, I mean, we saw CJ Carr had done such a good job in the 2024 class of that, especially early on in the cycle, Deuce Knight, um, a vocal leader, recruiting hard behind the scenes. And Darren, I'll also mention, you can find an article at blueandgold.com Monday where I talked to Deuce about recruiting. He is aggressive. Too. I'll talk to a lot of prospects, Darren, about like, hey, you're committed. Who are you talking to? And a lot of them, understandably so, will be like, you know, I don't really, I'm not like too ag- aggressive and in your face about recruiting. I'm more just like building relationships and um, showing like, hey, this is what life will be like as a commit. And if you go to Notre Dame, we'll kind of talk about Notre Dame, but nothing crazy. Deuce, he's not pushy about it. I honestly think Blake Fisher in the 2021 class, he was kind of the, the face of that group. At times, Blake was kind of like in your face, pushing a little bit about it. Deuce is not too much, but he has a plan. Like I, he laid out for like forty-five seconds to a minute or so. Here's everything I'm telling these kids. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 